Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. There it is. That can only mean one thing. Go out to our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline where we are joined, and it's been far too long, by the former CEO of the Raiders, NFL analyst for CBS Sports, author of You Negotiate Like a Girl, and one of our favorite guests of all time, the Princess of Darkness, Amy Trask, back with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Amy, good morning to you and welcome back. Well, it has been too long. I think I'm going to have to start stalking you men because I missed you. I mean, you drop in a princess of darkness, you give me my what music, and I get to talk to you. It's, uh, it has been way too long. Polly said you had a little. We had a little ESP going yesterday. Said he uh, does that re- frighten you? Yeah, no, I love it. I love it. I believe in things like that. He reached out, and you said what? I I was thinking about you guys this morning. I I was thinking about you on Sunday as I was watching the games and as I was tweeting about the games, and I I think I was thinking about you Friday and Saturday, too. And then I got an email from Paul, and I I just said, you might be afraid, but we're exchanging brainwaves. (laughs) I love being on the same page. It it, it really lends itself to a great interview. I wanted to start here. Uh, After watching the game last night, Amy, Jeff Saturday, you know, no experience as a head coach. He's getting dragged, I think rightfully so this morning, uh, for his clock management or lack thereof last night. I disagree, but go ahead. Get out of here. You, you can't, you don't get bonused for taking your timeouts with you into overtime if you get there. But, Amy, I wanted to ask you this. It is something that we, we talk about a few times a year. There's a couple of teams that are good at it and, and are not good at it, and, and they, they stand out to me. When you were with the Raiders, how A, how are your coaches at clock management? B, did anyone ever consider in football, let's hire a guy to just manage the clock? Well, you know, I I was yelling, take a timeout, take a timeout, because on our pregame show on CBS Sports Network, we have to pick games at the end, and I had picked Indianapolis, and I'm screaming, take a timeout, take a timeout. <laughs> yes. um, look, you know, it, it's one thing to lose a game, if your talent doesn't match up well against the talent of the other team. It's one thing to lose a game if you have holes on your roster. But to lose a game because you don't understand game management or clock management is infuriating to league executives and team owners. And look, I'm not saying they would have won the game. I get it. If they call a timeout or multiple timeouts, maybe they tie the game. Maybe they don't. Maybe it goes to overtime. Maybe they try a two-point 
who knows, but they didn't give themselves the best chance to tie that game and send it to overtime or maybe even to win it with a two-point conversion. I talked about clock management with Al all the time. I found it fascinating. He used to test me on it. Wow. He would ask me questions about, you know, he'd give me down and distance and time remaining and ask me about clock management. Wow. Because, look, as I said, if you can't win a game because you don't have the right men on your roster, all right, fair enough. But you shouldn't lose a game because you don't understand clock management or game management. And to answer your question, some coaches were very good at it. Some coaches were not good at it. And I said to Al so many times when we had coaches who weren't good at it, you've got to have someone upstairs in that upstairs press box booth who can call down and help with clock management. And Al once said to me, and this is a quote, we should put your husband in there because my husband is so good at clock management. <laughs> and he used to talk about it with Al all the time as well. And I said, oh, no, 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 I'm not doing that to him. <laughs> Amy, Al Davis, obviously, however you felt about him, he knew football. He, he grew yes. up in football, coaching football. Not every owner has that background. Now, I'd imagine most of them think that they know football really well. But in your experience, you don't have to name anyone specifically, the owners of football know that the 32 guys and gals uh, you know, who own teams, do they know football as well as they think they know football? And you know, just looking at the hiring of Jeff Saturday, clearly an interesting, you know, good guy who knows football, but should he have been a coach? Should that have been a decision the owner kind of stepped in and made there? Well, you're right, and you're right. You're right as to Al, irrespective of what one thinks of him, and I'm confident there are people listening to this who loved him and those who couldn't stand him, but the man knew football, um, Hall of Fame football man. Um, and, and you're right also, there are team owners who don't know football, and as the prices of the teams have increased and increased and increased, and as they continue to increase, there's more and more and more of that because, you know, not everyone who's a football aficionado can go buy a team for over $4 billion. That's billion with a B, man, um, for $4 billion. I, you know, look, but when you're the team owner, you're the team owner, and if you want to believe you, you know football, you do. But, you know, the best owners are going to find people who know this sort of thing. Uh, we are talking to the great, the great Amy Trask here on Ben and Woods uh, this morning. There's been uh, some some underperforming teams that I think the pundits, ourselves included, got wrong. You know, you look at, at what the Broncos have done this season, or more specifically, what they haven't done. Amy, and I know you had some pretty spicy thoughts on Twitter. It's, <laughs> it's kind of what spur- I said, we got to get her on again, man. She is dropping the hammer on Nathaniel Hackett. I mean, again, you talk about sometimes head coaches. It's weird to be a head coach in the NFL and look completely, completely over your skis uh, every single week. You know, bad ownership, I think, as well, has gone on in Denver. That's a team that should be a powerhouse every single year. They haven't drafted well. They don't coach well. They're not doing anything well right now. Well, going into the season, I thought the AFC West would be not only the strongest division in the AFC, but I thought it would be one of the strongest yep. divisions in the league as a whole. Denver's underperforming. Las Vegas is underperforming. Uh, as to Denver, again, that was one of the teams I picked on our CBS Sports Network pregame show, and I was mad because I'm the only one of the five of us on the show who picked that. So that was spicy because I was angry. Um, but being 
business um, rational about it, I'm going to stick by what I said. I kind of liked my spice, though. You know what? I'm going to stick with my spice. I loved it. Um, Look, here's the deal. You know how many zeros there are in a billion? Yeah. Nine? Nine. Nine. There are nine zeros in a billion. So you have to write down a number, and then you write nine zeros, and that's how many zeros are in a billion. Well, the new team owners in Denver paid over $4.6 billion. Rounding up, that's close to $5 billion. And this team is underperforming. A lot of people are criticizing Russell Wilson, and clearly he's not playing well. But I don't think he is being best positioned to be his best. And that's what the best coaches do. They best position players to be their best. The reason I thought Denver could win last week, dominating defense. But the last two weeks, that defense has not played well when it has needed to do so. And I wonder if there's just um, something permeating the whole organization now, which is, you know, what the heck are we doing? How do you, Amy Trask, know when a quarterback is finally done? I mean, what what do you see? Because, I mean, we thought Tom Brady might be done 12 years ago, and he's only now (laughs) finally showing some signs of his age. Aaron Rodgers was an MVP last couple of years, but gets hurt this year. And certainly, uh, I mean, that's that's now a situation they're going to have to deal with in Green Bay. But Russell Wilson, his kind of fall off the cliff came a lot earlier and faster. Um, What do you look for when you see an aging quarterback, and how do teams make that decision on the most important position on the field? Well, there are so many variables for which one has to control. So using your example of Aaron Rodgers, is it the injury to the thumb, which is apparently much more severe than any of us knew it to be initially? Is it age? Is it lack of talent um, at some other positions on the field? Is it the fact that he opted not to participate in off-season programs and then complained that the receivers weren't in sync with him. Well, okay, you want to be in sync? Maybe go to the off-season programs and sync up. So, you know, there's a lot of variables for which to control. In the case of Russell, he too is coming off an injury, um, albeit from a while ago, you know, from last season. You know, is it the coaching? Is it that he's not being best positioned to be his best? Is it his age? I don't think we would see the drop-off that we've seen from one season to the next just because of his age. Might it be a factor? Of course. Might there be multiple factors? Of course. As to when you know, I had the tremendous, tremendous, just unbelievable honor of sitting in meetings with Al Davis and Bill Walsh and listening to them discuss football many, many, many times. One of their discussions was about this very issue. And Bill said to Al very lovingly, Al, you hold on to players too long. You've got to let them go earlier. It's best for the team. You're holding on to these men longer than you should. You've got to cut them sooner. And Al looked at Bill and just from his heart said, I can't. Wow. I love them. And so, you know, here's a man who's admitting, I love these men. And he said it to Bill. I love them. I can't do that. So that weighs in as well uh, for some owners in terms of cutting players. I, I can't even imagine. I would be that guy. Ben would trade them when their value is highest and, and <laughs> cut them and do whatever he had to do, get the most back. I would, they'd, they'd be 47 years old out there trying to sling it around, and I was like, I love the guy. What do you want me to do? <laughs> I am absolutely that way, talking to Amy Trask here on Ben and Woods uh, this morning. So, you know, more than halfway through the season, you're seeing you're seeing some, I think, 
a lot of the cream that is you know risen to the top has just been at the top. You know, teams like the Chiefs, the Bills have have they've won eight games, but man, I, they feel a little more suspect than they used to. When you look at at at, at it right now, give us your kind of way too early Super Bowl predictions. Who are you really buying into? Um, from you know, give me a team from the AFC and a team from the NFC that you could see matching up well in the Super Bowl. Well, I agree with you. It's way too early because, as we know, on any given Sunday or Monday or Thursday, yes. <laughs> um, there can be an injury that is just devastating to a team. So it's hard to control for all of that. I agree with you. Kansas City is just magnificent. I think Andy Reid is a phenomenal head coach, and Patrick Mahomes. You know, there's you can't. You can't state enough accolades about him. No so doubt. The combination of Andy and Patrick, um, boy, oh, boy, I, I like the Chiefs. You know, you mentioned the Bills at 8-3. and three. Well, hello, Miami Dolphins at 8-3. and three. Yep. And irrespective of how far they go this year, I think Mike McDaniel is, at least at this point, coach of the year. Yeah. They are tied with Buffalo and, I believe, ahead of them in the in the rankings due to tiebreakers. So, you know, that's a very fun team to watch. Do I think they're going to go very, very far? I don't know, but boy, oh boy, coach of the year. In the NFC, um, Philadelphia, you mentioned 10 and 1. Wow. Minnesota, 9 and 2. Now, I haven't been sold fully on Minnesota all year, but at 9 and 2, you got to look at them and say, wow, this team is doing something right. Obviously, Green Bay, very, very disappointing. Oh, and by the way, Someone in the NFC South is going to make the playoffs. It could be any one of those four yeah. teams, none of which have more than five wins right now. Another team to keep an eye on in the NFC, I think, is San Francisco. Um, can you win games with Jimmy Garoppolo? Yes. Are you going to win games because of Jimmy Garoppolo? I don't think so. But that team is otherwise very, very, very good. I think they're a phenomenal quarterback away from being the best in the NFC. Wow. We already know he can take them to the Super Bowl. We know that. Be, right? yes. We've seen it. So I, I agree with you 100%. Last thing for me, Amy, uh, it looks like the, the end game here with the Washington Commanders will be the, the sale of the team by Dan Snyder and, and someone else will come in. Does, does that kind of end it all and we just move on? And what? What does the NFL do when the owners are the guys in charge, but sometimes are also the problem? How do you deal with that? How does Roger Goodell deal with that as a commissioner? Well, we'll see if there's a sale, whether it's a sale in full, a sale of a limited partnership, a minority interest, so to speak. Um, you know, maybe there's a path to control. Maybe there's not. Maybe there's a sale in its entirety. But you hit the nail on the head, of course. There are 32 teams. They are the business owners. They are the league. They control the league. Everyone who works in the league office from the commissioner down is an employee of those 32 owners. So we'll see what happens with Washington. Maybe he will sell. And then think about this. If he gets $5 billion or more for the sale of his team, irrespective of whether he wanted to sell it or not, he's going to be kind of smiling all the way to the bank. Of course. Of course, the golden parachute. I mean, it, it, once you reach that level, you're always going to be okay, <laughs> right? Like, nine zero, nine, nine zeros in a billion. Yeah, man. nine. I think Amy said billions more than Carl Sagan in this yeah, interview. Yeah, billions. That's exactly right. And billions, Amy. Billions. Well, that, that that's because I um, once spoke with a lawyer who, um, well, it was an in-house counsel for a company, and the jury came in with a verdict against them in court. And the judge read the verdict, and it was for over a billion dollars. And the lawyer representing the company said to the judge, 
did you say billion with a B? And my friends fired the lawyer on the way out the door. <laughs> Amy, I'm so glad we did this. You are the goat. We will not be waiting quite as long to contact you next time. Thank you so much for your time this morning, and I'm looking forward to the playoffs and everything coming up. Can't wait to talk again. I love you guys. Love you too. Amy Trask, uh, NFL analyst for CBS Sports and our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall. Chevrolet, find new roads. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.